You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 031. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hi, baby doll. Good evening. Oh, here we go. With what? With you My Boris. You being silly. That's my part on the show. I'm supposed to be silly. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm the comic relief. No, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to give the vibe of being a listener. Yeah, but I'm also the comic relief. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, (laughs) you're being replaced. I am. I know. No, like for reals, you guys. So, okay. So first of all, welcome to the show. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to the show, people. We're on our own world. Never mind. Yeah. So... So here's the deal. Uh, if you're new to the show, just let me tell you a little bit how we work. We bounce back and forth between life topics and love topics. This week we have a life topic. We're going to be talking about how to not lose your shit during the holidays, which I'm sure we can all relate. We're going to be talking about chest hair. We're going to be talking about real important issues. <laughs> talking it up. It's the Barry Gibb Talk Show. Tonight, Barry's guests are. And I'll run for a stranger. <laughs> on the Barry Gibb Talk Show. Talking it up. And as always, I'm still gonna talk to you. Barry's brother, Robin. I don't care what you say. See, I told you I was comic relief. Do you have anything to add, Robin? (laughs) Nay. Nay, nay. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so obviously we're going to talk about some cool stuff today, but we always take a little time to kind of warm up the mic, shoot the shit a little bit. And one of the things that we wanted to let you guys in on is that because my husband is such a fucking genius. Oh, boy, here we go. And so... So much of an authority in his line of work. He is heading into three or four months of a pretty intense workload where he's only going to have one day off and all of that stuff. So it was making him being the the Robin to my Batman, as I like to call you. <laughs> Robin to your Batman? Yeah, on the show. You're, mm. you're like... I thought I was your Robin to your Howard Stern. Oh, oh well, yeah, that would that work too? too. That would okay. work too. All right. Um, you can be my Robin to my Barry Gibb too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all kinds of parallels there. They're but Robin all... is just a big sidekick name, apparently. I guess maybe I'll just start calling you Robin. <laughs> Please do that. So basically, Mr. Smith's going to take a few months off, but not to worry. We're going to keep the pod going, and I have a whole lineup of guest co-hosts. Yeah, you have some cool people lined up. I was excited to hear the names. Yeah. So. It's going to be, it'll be fun. It'll be a a little bit of a different twist, I think. So uh, try not to be too devastated 
that me or the audience the audience that oh. you don't that get to hear mr sure smith's like hilarious jokes <laughs> yeah no more comic relief for you people it's all content all day yeah. <laughs> right exactly because <laughs> i can handle that yeah. right no so yeah everybody who we're bringing on has a great sense of humor and uh have, has a lot of insight they're all uh fellow life coaches and badasses and everybody i asked are people that uh really resonate with my spirit kind of that take no prisoners attitude towards self-help so should be really fun uh what else is going on oh i wanted to tell you guys i just got cast in a new show so i'm really excited i guess it's kind of a lead there's quite a few leads um so that's kind of amazing i don't have to take my clothes off in this one which is good for who actually I was there is a part where she shows her ass to her husband like flips up her wedding dress and like kind of moons him type of thing and uh, but I'm not facing the audience doing that oh but I'm like of course I get cast with the one who shows her ass off but yeah so I'm really excited it's it's a play called uh, Big Love by Charles Mee and I guess it's going to be like a pretty intense production we're going to have like people um repelling off the sides of the theater and you know we have to have fake blood there's a whole like murder scene and of course i'm like a fiery you know angry upset redhead redhead (laughs) as you like to say with the red hair comes redheaded behavior (laughs) that's right as he's told me before it's true which i think is hysterical yeah there's something about it i'm pretty fucking sassy when my hair is black though too that's true. So, but it's more sultry sassy. This is oh, just straight is. up sass. It's more smoldering when it's black. Yeah. This is just like, I'm fit to be tied. I'm fit to be tied to sometimes. Be I never understood that phrase, fit to be tied. Well, just like you're in such a state where you need to be tied the fuck up. Right, but I don't Like understand. you're running amok. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll let it go. I, I can't believe it's that hard to understand. I just don't understand why you'd say that. To somebody like I'm gonna tie you up, <laughs> <laughs> and then to go fit to be tied. That just like well, you are like just fit to be thing. tied. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's not from y'all are fit to be tied. Wow. Okay, let's moving ta- on. Let's, let's get to some content. Let's get to some content. Stop boring these people. Oh my gosh. So how I already knew it was gonna be like this, even though <laughs> we're not drinking. I already knew because we were already like so squirrely, like getting into this. Okay. So how to not lose your shit during the holidays. And by the way, a lot of the stuff that I present to all of you is stuff that I had to learn kind of the hard way. So this episode, I kind of did more for myself than anybody else. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I feel like I've been losing my shit really? this holiday. Well, I've just been, it just happens that there's a whole bunch of stuff happening right during the holiday season that isn't necessarily related to holiday. Right, but, right, right. Uh, but things that's that, how it usually is. You know, it's like everything just kind of piles up on top of all the other stuff that goes on in the holidays. Right. And it's end of the year. So there's end of the year stuff to do. We have a situation where we have uh, your mom coming to live with us for a little bit. So that it's involving some stuff. So order. And I'm one of those like prepared people like usually have all my shopping done in October and November and and I am still not done like I'm behind. And so. 
I had to really kind of take some of these tips and tools that I'm going to share with you guys and use them, like actually use them, which you're so cute. Whenever I'm having a meltdown, you're like, use your tools. (laughs) (laughs) Are you using your tools? What tools do you have for this event? (laughs) Joy junkie. Get your joy fucking junkie tool belt out. Okay. Put on your big girl panties. So, uh, first things first. Watch what you make important, okay? Mm -hmm. So you might, I'm sure you've heard the term tyranny of the urgent. I think we've talked about it on on the show before, where especially during the holidays, everything comes wrapped up in a package, pardon the pun, that is, is urgent. Like everything needs to be taken care of. Everything that's going on at work seems really intense. Everything that's happening with the kids and at their school is really intense. It's finals for you. It's, you know, all these holiday parties. Maybe it's travel. Everything that's going on for you usually presents itself like it is so urgent. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it is. So your responsibility is to really evaluate everything that's coming into your orbit during this time and look at what really truly is a priority. I even found myself doing that earlier today, like where I was like, well, I have to get the podcast out by a specific time on Wednesday. And then I started thinking about it and I'm like, you know, I, I have a little bit of a back injury right now and Mr. Smith's been so thoughtful to offer to do some body work on me and my thought is you know no I can I have to get the podcast edited I have to have it done by a specific time da, 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 because that's what I allowed to be a priority it doesn't have to be right so observe your life observe all the things that are on your to-do list and look at what are you making a priority? And is it really in service of you to make those things a priority? Mm. Is baking like 40 cupcakes for your kid's school with perfect wrappers and perfect decorations and stuff like that on top, is that really a priority? Or could you go fucking buy them and just take them? You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of stuff, I always call it self-inflicted overwhelm, where we pile a bunch of shit onto our plate that ultimately doesn't really matter and usually is taking away from the quality of our life. And again, I, well, learned, I learned this the fucking hard way. You know, I think that there's plenty of people out there that get um, fulfillment from baking cupcakes as opposed to going and buying them. Oh, sure. You know, so maybe it does add value to your day and add value, but... You know, you have to say, is that a priority compared to the other things that I have to do today? Right. You know, that's that's the caveat. Well, it's it's you're the one always telling me stuff, how I do this, where I get so worked up in these like the minutia and like the the stuff that's really, really detail oriented that doesn't ever fucking make a difference. Right. And it steals my joy in a lot of ways, you know, because I allow it to take precedence. I allow it to be a priority. Sure. Now there's a difference when I'm up late working on a project and I am like beyond fulfilled and thrilled and excited about something. And then there's another space when you're up late at night working on a project because you have put way too much effort into something that ultimately doesn't matter. It's not contributing to you. So that's where you look. You look at, is this something that is contributing to my life or is it something that is infringing on my joy or my happiness? Right. And make sure when you look at these orders of priority that you are on there somewhere. 
Mm. that there's a little time for you in your week somehow, whether it's your fitness that you make sacred or maybe it is, you know, you're going to commit to Friday night, you're just going to have champagne by yourself and have a bubble bath and you're committed to that. Bubbles with the bubbles. What? Bubbles with the bubbles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bubbly with my bubbly (laughs) or something. So. I like mine better. Okay. Excellent. (laughs) So. So, okay, wait a minute. So do you have tools that people can use to set their priorities or is it just something they have to do internally? Oh, that's a really good question. Well, I, uh, I would say the easiest way to do that is to start off by evaluating Like, for instance, if I were to ask you, what are the most important things to you in your life, period, grand scheme of your life, what are the most important things? Write them out in one column. In the second column, write out everything that takes your time. Write out all the things that, how you spend your day. Because most of the time, your time and energy is not equivalent to the things that you would swear are the most important things in your life. That's a good one. So that's one way that you can do it. Like for instance, for me, I would always say you are one of the top things in my life. My friendships, my spirituality, you know, there's certain things like that, but you look at my life, how much time do I spend nurturing my spiritual self or my friendships or, you know, so those are the things that I am constantly working towards balancing. So yeah, that's a, that's something you could do easily. Right. Okay, cool. I like it. So second thing, and this is kind of similar too, is check in with your future self. This is a tool we use uh, a lot in coaching and it really is actually designed to be a visualization where you kind of get in touch with who you are in the future, whether it's 20 years, 40 years, whatever. And the idea is that it gives you a meta view or a large grand scheme perspective over what's going on in your life Mm. versus Mm. the micro view so when we're in the holidays we are stuck in the fucking micro view it's all about what if i don't get this perfect fucking tickle me elmo for my kid or what (laughs) if i don't get this fudge made and taken to this family function and like we're so caught up in this stupid shit that stresses us out right so what i will do is I will, you know, get in touch with my future self. One of the things that you guys could do is just ask yourself this question. Whenever you find yourself in the middle of overwhelm or stress around something that you've gotten yourself all worked up over and you're it seems really important, ask yourself, in the grand scheme of my life, how important is it that I accomplish X, Y, or Z in this way? So I'll ask myself, how important is it in the grand scheme of Amy Smith's life that I have the perfect cupcake cupcake, or uh, <laughs> table setting or that I actually buy a piece entree instead of making it? Like in the grand scheme of my life, right? how fucking important is that? Well, I think you also have to ask yourself how you want to show up. Oh, you are jumping ahead. Oh, I did? You are. Oh, look at that. See, I've created a fucking self-help monster with you. <laughs> I swear to God. You're becoming a, a I'm little... I'm using your lingo. You are. I know. It's scary. It's actually terrifying. 
I know. Because it's us life coaches, every once in a while, <laughs> we don't want to be life coaches every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> but we, now you get held accountable. I know. I I always say, though, there is something to be said for taking the low road. The high road is overrated sometimes. You take the low road. Every once in a while, you just, I call it the human hall pass. You just need to throw a tantrum, behave poorly, not be your exemplary self because we just are human. That's it, period. So, yeah. Okay. So anyway, did I segue or did I jump ahead? You, let's see, on my little list here, you were perfect. Yeah, I was segued right in. Cool. Cool. So, okay. Even if I didn't, just go to that one. I'm going to. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Okay. So the third one is gear up. Okay. Prepare. And I don't mean logistically because chances are you're already doing the prep. You're making sure the house is ready for guests. Mm -hmm. You're, You're doing all that shit. I'm talking about gearing up spiritually like what you just said Mm. so for instance i've mentioned to you guys before that i have certain people in my family that are really big triggers for me meaning they will tend to bring out the worst in me i have to fight really hard to be the woman i want to be because i'm triggered by what is usually around me in those situations so prior to those events i have to Think about what you just said. How do I want to show up? Who is the Amy that I want to be? When I wake up tomorrow, how do I want to feel about how I conducted myself? If I were to watch myself on a movie screen, what would I, what do I want to say about that girl? Mm. That is such a hard thing to do, especially this time of year when you're around. I mean, I can't tell you how many of my clients are saying right now, Oh my gosh, I've got this issue with my family member and it's just making the holidays on, you know, no fun and blah, blah, blah. That tool is just perfect for for people in this situation. And I think you touched on something that's really important and it is the difference between awareness and not being aware or consciousness and unconsciousness because we allow life to just happen to us a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I am just subject to my poor family dynamics or I'm just subject I'm a victim to the stress in my life mm-hmm. that's the unconscious thought is that it, this is just how it is this is just happening to me and I just have to plow through it the consciousness around it is going no I am I am Amy my spiritual self my best self whoever and I am in a circumstance I get to choose who I am in any given circumstance. So it doesn't have to be hard. All it is is awareness and choice. Like, okay, I choose to not engage in this type of conversation. If this comes up, I'm going to politely excuse myself. Um, Another tool that I use, in fact, I just was uh, a guest on another podcast, and one of the tools that I love using is thinking about your – think about yourself – you know, kind of stand outside of yourself and imagine that you have like these light beams kind of like shooting off of you. It's your energy. It's your aura. Right. Okay. Like spotlights or whatever. Right. Almost like, like, you know, Pigpen has like a puff around him all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's got a very specific aura. Right. Sure. And we can see it because it's, smell it. it's graphed out. Yeah. Right. It's, um, you know, pictorial for us. So if we could actually write terms 
on your light beams, on your energy, on what is coming off of you, what would it say? Would it say irritated, frazzled, upset, angry, combative? Or would it say kind, at ease, compassionate, peaceful, present, embraceive? Compa- you know, we're in control of that. But it starts with recognizing that you're in control of that. Yeah. And I've act- been I've been actually doing that lately. Like just with driving, like yeah. or like you know, even going to my normal target runs, not even Christmas shopping. Just going to Target is a disaster right now. Right. You know, right, like right. there's so many people out and you get so stuck in in that energy of what's happening that uh you forget that you get to choose who what energy you have. Right. And so I just keep going, I'm busy, but I'm not in a hurry. Mm. And everyone else is going to get there. And so am I. So take my time and do it. You know, that's great. You know, and something that just came up for me, like when in doubt, give yourself hashtag first world problems. (laughs) Hashtag the shit out of yourself. Because what I mean by that is just say what is like when you are flustered because you have to wait in a long fucking line to buy your brand new flat screen TV. Right. (laughs) Right. And you're all uprooted and pissed off. Meanwhile, there's, you know, I mean, I don't even have to go into all the egregious things that are happening in the world. Sure. Right. Give yourself a little reality check. Hashtag first world problems. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's a good mantra. You know what I mean? Really. But yeah, I love that. Like I'm not, I'm actually not in a hurry. I think uh, the Dalai Lama actually uses that one. Oh yeah? No. (laughs) I thought he used it (laughs) and you stole it. No. Hashtag world, you know, first world problem. Oh, oh. (laughs) Can you imagine? Wow. Okay. So yeah. So gear up. Even if it is just a few minutes before you walk into the house to your in-laws, to your family, to the work function, uh, to the networking meeting, to whatever it is that you're going to be involved in where you know anxiety is coming, triggers are coming, there's a propensity to not be your best self, gear yourself up and just ask, how do I need to be in order to be proud of the person that I am? How do I want to feel about how I showed up tonight you know when I wake up in the morning how do I want to feel about how I showed up this evening Um, and that just gets you connected a lot more to what's important versus oh gosh what if they bring up politics oh gosh what if they ask me if we're gonna have kids again and whatever you know you get all caught up in that instead of just going I'm gonna handle myself with grace or this is gonna be my theme my theme for the evening is peace or grace or kindness and you know that translates just like rushed energy translates oh sure you know when I'm around people and they see that I'm calm, they start to calm down and they start to move slower and they start to smile, you know? So, yeah. You That's that's the way that this season should be. Right. Yeah. Don't even get me started about that. Yes. So, I'm smiling because you are so you're so fucking perfect cuz now you really did segue into the next yes. one, which is perfect. Which is know that other people's energy is none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> so that means crazy other shoppers, customer support for pe- things you're ordering online, um, 
restaurants. Poor customer service. I know. Oh my gosh. Anyway, go ahead. Um, uh, friends, family, your coworkers that might be stressed the fuck out, your in-laws, whatever, whatever anybody else's issues are, that really has nothing to do with you. Right. So it's really, really easy when there's a stressed out um, uh, waitress or I guess I should say server, sorry. Um, there's a stressed out server or there's a stressed out customer service person. And, you know, you want to meet that energy. When they're right. rude to you, you right. want to kind of retaliate. Know that that really doesn't have anything to do with you. It has everything to do with them mm. and their choices and who they are and what's going on in their world. So choose to let go of it. Yeah. A tool I use is, you know, there there's not good or bad energy. There's just energy you want and energy you don't. Love it. So it, you can say, yeah, that's bad energy. But then you're already putting a negative connotation on it. But if you just say it's energy, it's not your, that it isn't yours, then you can re- reflect it, deflect it, I mean. Yeah, that's, that's great. Because then it also eliminates the need for judgment like that person's bad right. that person's awful that too. right and then it also enables you to step into a place of self-care like okay same way you know uh, i always laugh about gluten like you eat gluten your body's like fuck that doesn't feel good to our system we don't do well with that so you don't go ooh, bad gluten you're awful you're horrible you just go you just recognize it's <laughs> not for me that doesn't right. work well with my system right. you can do the same thing with energy Right. And just go, oh, okay, that doesn't feel good for Amy to be around that abort mission. Right. Now we're going to go over here and search out things that and do. you can move yourself away from it. Yeah, exactly. That do feel good. That's yeah. self-care. I love it. Yeah. So don't, I mean, that was really the why I put self-care at the first one, you mm-hmm. know. It, there has to be an element of taking care of you. For, yeah, for sure. It really, really does. Okay. And then finally, number five. This is a is a tool to just help you get connected to being present because I find myself I'm such a such a, so guilty of this. I am a chronic to do lister, and I'm just like check it off, check it off, check it off. Okay, what's next? And then I have a hard time really resonating and staying present in some of the things that I really really do enjoy. Like some family time or connection with you or mm-hmm. or whatever else might be going on. So one of the things you can do with that is tap into your senses. One of the easiest ways to get connected to the here and now, to be present instead of past or future oriented, is to get connected to your physical body. Easiest route is the senses. So when you're eating like a, a really awesome meal that you and your family have prepared. Focus on every bite, like taste it. Mm-hmm. What does it taste like? Um, if, you're, if you're going to church and you're listening to music, hear it, like really hear it, like sink into that and feel the music around you. Um, when you embrace people, feel them. Feel that other human that you're getting in contact with. You know, allow your senses to preserve this time for you to actually get connected to what matters. That's awesome. I'd like to do that uh, every day, not just the holidays. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, we could probably 
a lot of these things could just be dealing Podcasts with stress. Of their own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just period, just on on its own, just dealing with stress. Sure. But it just feels so applicable because it feel you the energy of holiday is so palpable because we all have a similar angst. We all have yeah. a similar urgency and and uh, intensity. And you're right, we lose sight of the real meaning of things. Yeah. So Again, you know, when we were talking about, you know, looking at what are the most important things in your life and then what's taking up your time and energy and are they cohesive or are they not? Think about what are those most important things in your life that are actually happening right now? Mm. Your child, like, did they make you a, ho- uh, a Christmas card during art at school? Did Aww. they, you know, like, can you sink into that and absorb it and feel it? Um, those cupcakes that we've been talking about all fucking podcast. <laughs> the proverbial cupcakes. Yeah, those will absorb all right. What does it taste like? Like, you know, like really feel it. Um, and all that is is just choosing to be conscious and aware. It's, it, there's no magic to it. It's just a deliberate choice of focus. That's it. Yeah. And those cupcakes, they taste like gluten. (laughs) (laughs) Poor gluten. Oh, poor gluten. Poor gluten. You're not bad. You're just different. You're just, yeah. (laughs) Don't name your child gluten. (laughs) What? Just saying. (laughs) Who the fuck would name their kids gluten? It's just a bad idea. You're right. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, oh, we're going to start something new, too. Um, All of the podcast episodes are now going to have a really simple, easy URL because we'd really like to encourage more conversation from you guys. So this episode you can find at thejoyjunkie.com slash 31. Super easy. Episode 31. So it's just slash 31. And we would love to know what... What was like one thing from today's episode that you're like, oh, I need to implement that immediately (laughs) or Or your biggest takeaway? What's something that you're doing already? Oh, yeah. If you have another idea, something that really just keeps you sane during the holidays or during a stressful, really stressful time. That helps everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Share it. Let's let's get some convo going. Uh, While you're there, be sure to pick up your free life and love digital kit. Um, that's just a bunch of awesome things related to both life topics and love topics. There's eBooks and all sorts of freebies. Yeah. Tons of freebies. And so you can get, uh, a little inspirato and there's also, uh, you can't manufacture inspirato. You can't, you're right. You cannot (laughs) manufacture inspirato. There is a, a podcast page as well where you can submit show ideas. If there's something you'd really like to hear us talk about, so I think that that's just about it. Anything, it. any other thoughts you have? No, I'm just going to miss everybody, even though I don't get to hear or see that you. I, um It's nice to reach out. So I'll miss it, but I'll be back. I'll be back in April. Yeah, he'll be back. But I mean, he still has a couple episodes yeah, left. Yeah, I got a couple left. I just thought, thought I'd prep everybody. We wanted to soften the blow because yeah. we know everyone's going to be devastated. <laughs> We're extremely Please. famous in our own minds, if you guys haven't noticed. <laughs> We have two listeners, you and me. Do you have any idea how big I think I am? (laughs) I know you're 5'2". Oh my gosh, yeah. And you are not. I'm not (sighs) 5'2". Do you have any idea who I think I am? Do you have any idea? 
<laughs> Let's wrap this up. All right, cool. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, signing off.